you're making moments, life-changing memories for children, because that happened to me. I remember my first WWF live event in Cleveland at the Richfield Coliseum, where I got to be on the floor and run up to the to the guardrail and 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 give Lex Luger a high five. That memory will oh, always man. be with me. And I remember as a kid being so excited. So being able to create those memories for children, man, there's nothing, there's nothing more gratifying than that. Clarksville's Conversation, a podcast that brings you interesting conversations with fascinating people from around Clarksville and Montgomery County. Hey, this is Katie, and I'm here with Charlie and our guest today for Clarksville's Conversation, where you get a chance to eavesdrop on our conversations with some leaders and innovators and movers and shakers in the community. So who do we have with us today, Well, Charlie? we have a mover, a shaker, and a beatdown artist. Oh! <laughs> you know, some his mother calls him probably Anthony Mayweather, uh-huh. but people that really know him call him Crimson. <laughs> so, if I were you, I'd tone it down a little bit. You know, he's here. Just don't you, make him angry. Don't don't make <laughs> him mad. We're here to make friends, Kate. So, Crimson, Anthony, I'm going to call you Anthony because that's what I like to call you. We've known each other for a while. Crimson, Anthony, is a professional wrestler, but he's also a veteran from Fort Campbell. Um, he's also a promoter. And I was telling them earlier, you do a lot of traveling as well. Yes, uh, thank you guys for having me on your show. It's um, it's awesome to be in the same presence as a couple of influential people in the community. I so I really appreciate that. it. Uh-oh. As Charlie says, we're just really nice to people. <laughs> well, we try to be. We make try to make be. time for everybody. Mm-hmm. We try yeah. to be. That's try awesome. To be. So we like to start off with just a little fun. Okay. So I know you, Charlie, and you have a, like a new friendship happening here. But Charlie has had that mustache since, like, you know, when puberty starts and you, like, he's never, ever shaved it for real. (laughs) So in honor of the mustache, Charlie must ask you a question. Charlie must ask you a question. So I I have a list of random questions. Okay. And um, I decided with your profession to kind of, I'm going to throw you a salt. I'm just going to give you a big lob. Okay. Um, You're not going to make it easy on him, are you? Yeah, I'm going to make it easy on him because <laughs> I really want to know. Okay. So, so in wrestling, you have your persona, uh, but there's always a, a trick that a wrestler needs. You know, you've got your signature move, mm-hmm. whatever, but if you could have a superpower. Oh, that's a good one. In your profession, what superpower would you want? I mean, would you want to be invisible? Would you want to be able to fly, which you probably already do from the top rope? I mean, what what would you want to do? Huh, that's a really interesting question. And in terms of my profession, I think I would like to be able to read people's minds. Oh. Oh. In my industry, a lot of people just see what they're presented at a live event or on TV. Yeah. Just like any any other career. There's a lot of politicking yeah, yeah, behind yeah. the scenes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that uh, don't necessarily get brought up in front of you, but maybe yeah. spoken behind your back or things yeah. like that. So I think it'd be pretty cool or, or not, I don't know about cool, but it'd be interesting yeah. to be able to read people's minds. Um, just like any any career though, you, a lot when you get to a certain level, people, they want to tell you or they tell you what you want to hear rather than what you should hear. Yeah. yeah. So if oh, I could wow. be able to hear people's thoughts, their true thoughts, I think that would... That would uh, you might not always like them, though. That yeah. is true. Well, I, the good news is you're friends with Katie, <laughs> so you already know what she's thinking. Yeah. Because she's going to tell you. But, you know, he just threw me a curveball because I'm thinking he's going to come out with some super hold or some, no, you, know, re- yeah. you know, the claw or something. It's like he went straight businessman. I told you, yeah. I told you, when you, he is like so much more than what you see. 
Like we, and I, he's got an amazing story. Um, so let's go to that. Sure. So you had five years in the <laughs> army and two, um, tours in Afghanistan, Iraq. Yes. So you get out of the army. Why professional wrestling? I love that question. And I love talking about it because it's, it's a pretty unique transition going from the army to professional wrestling and, and actually getting a major deal in professional wrestling and being projected into the spotlight and on TV and things like that. So I've always been a lifetime wrestling fan since my earliest memory as a young kid, probably about my son's age, you know, who's, he's seven right now, but maybe a little earlier. I just remember being in front of the TV and watching superstars like Hulk Hogan telling me to say my prayers, take mm -hmm. my vitamins and you can accomplish anything, yeah. you know? So that really stuck out to me. And, and at that age, I didn't have a father figure. So it was easy for me to gravitate to those superstars, you know, to guide me, sort of, so yeah. to speak. And I've always loved pro wrestling. Now, when I fast forward several years and uh, graduated high school, went to college, but that was more like a fifth year of high school, so it didn't last very long. I was doing too much partying and not I did the studying. same thing. I had a fifth year of high school. <laughs> it was, yeah. got me into some trouble. Mm -hmm. Not too much trouble, but I wasn't, I, I wasn't mature enough for college at the time. So the next thing uh, on the list of things to pursue was, was the military. And I, I loved everything the recruiter had to tell me, even though the majority of it wasn't true. Uh, <laughs> at the time, you know, they were trying to get everybody and anybody in because the, the war was, has, had been kicked off. Uh, I got in right around the time of the surge. So what were, year did you, what year did you sign up for the army? I signed up in 2004. 2004. Okay. Yeah. And I went to basic training AIT and they sent me right to Fort Campbell. I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. So it wasn't too far of a distance. I was cool with that. And as soon as I got here, they had, my unit had just gotten back from Iraq and we were gearing up to go again mm -hmm. and got shoved right into the training scenarios and, and preparing to deploy. And like you mentioned, did two deployments to Iraq and it was on that second deployment where I realized I was going to transition out of the army. Uh, lifetime career in the, in the army just wasn't a realistic thing for me. I had... Honestly, I'd had enough of the deployments, even though I only had two, and there's many people that have much more deployments than I do. I think one was, would have been enough for me. <laughs> yeah, two was good for me. Mm -hmm. And during that deployment, I had some downtime, and, and what we, me and my friends would do in Iraq, we would, I had a couple other buddies that liked wrestling. We'd get on the internet over there and get wrestling DVDs shipped to us. Okay. During our downtime, we'd watch wrestling, and one of my buddies one day is like, hey, you're transitioning out of the military once we get back from Iraq. You should do this. You should become a wrestler. And I said, yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, how do you do it? You know, yeah. I, I love wrestling all these years. I don't never knew how to do it. So we got on Google and how, typed in, how do you become a wrestler? And I wish I could get on Google and figure out how to be a supermodel. <laughs> <laughs> Come to find out there was more than just what I saw on TV at the time, there yeah. is independent promotions and wrestling schools all over the nation. Okay. It was just about seeking one out that, you know, had credible trainers and, you know, the right staff to get you where you wanted to be. And I found So there are schools you yep. can go to to learn to be a wrestler. Exactly. Huh. And I believe there's one that he may know of. I, I do. I do. And mm -hmm. that's a, that's a perfect. I Googled thing. it. <laughs> you did. How to find out who teaches wrestling. Mm -hmm. See, I wanted to be able for someone 
all these years later to be able to Google how to become a pro wrestler, yeah. right? Hey, I got that opportunity for you in Tennessee, in, in Woodlawn, Tennessee, right outside we'll, we'll, t- we'll discuss that a little bit more later. But I found one in Nashville, and it was funny. I wasn't really sold on the whole idea at that time. But my platoon sergeant walked in, uh, and, he, and he says, what are you guys doing on the computer? And I was like, oh, we're just researching pro wrestling schools. I'm going to get back. I'm going to get out of the Army. I'm going to become a pro wrestler. And he laughed so loud in my face <laughs> and literally said, that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. And it was that moment that I realized, okay, well, challenge accepted. I'm going to do it. He's hard-headed, I take it. <laughs> well, I, uh, that sounds like uh, we need to have his platoon sergeant come in for a little wrestling match. See how, how, how that would work out for him. Right? The funny story is, you know, I, that that's what motivated me initially yeah. to get back and do it. Like, don't tell me I'm not. I right, love that. Right, yes. and that was good enough to kickstart me at least because uh-huh. I needed that kick in the butt to to, to – I needed that realization, you know, and he wasn't, he wasn't being negative in all actuality. He wanted, we were good friends. He was a good mentor to me and he wanted me to re-enlist. So maybe it was projected the wrong way, but reality was I knew what I was doing. And, you know, fast forward, I get back from Iraq. I find a school in Nashville. I start training to become a wrestler. I get picked up by one of the biggest organizations in the in the world, which was Impact Wrestling at the time, and got signed to a deal within a year and a half of training. Which is kind of unheard of, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, there's a lot of people that go several years before they even get an opportunity uh-huh. with a, a major company like WWE or Impact Wrestling. So, you know, I was very fortunate, right place, right time, and just right right work ethic and when i was with impact wrestling we had a large pay-per-view event in in texas where my platoon sergeant was stationed at the time i told him hey we're coming down to texas i'd like to meet up you have dinner and it was such a surreal moment to sit down with him and his family i had my wife and um just talk about things catch up because mm-hmm. i didn't see him in years at this point and for him to say how proud he was of yeah. me, oh that's nice you know yeah. it was really really cool Mm-hmm. really cool feeling so that's that's what got me started and um, I've just been very fortunate to be able to stay within the wrestling industry and for so, so long and get some of the opportunities I've had now you do professional wrestling mm-hmm. but you also have your own TNT yes so talk about both of those so I still maintain a full schedule I, I wrestle full-time I'm on the road a lot and with Impact Wrestling, it's not... Are you still with Impact Wrestling? Yes. So okay. on and off, I'm, I'm with them. Their demands aren't too great to where I couldn't maintain my own thing. So unlike WWE, where you sign a deal with WWE, you're, you know, you, you're basically, that's life. Mm-hmm. You know, 365. And you can't really have the freedom to do much more beyond that. But with Impact Wrestling, their TV tapings are much less demanding their their live event schedules a lot lighter so they do allow you to do your own independent bookings appearances Mm -hmm. and that allowed me to do something here in clarksville which i wanted to do for a long time because i've been here since 2004 and i knew i love the community and i knew there was that i knew there was potential to do live wrestling events here in clarksville because when it comes down to it nashville gets all the big events right they get all the good entertainment and it's very rare we get you know, great things entertainment wise in Clarksville, but it's such a large city, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a lot going on. There's a lot of people that want something to do. And that, you know, allowed me 
to get motivated to start my own wrestling live event company, which is Tried and True Pro Wrestling. And we started in 2015, which we launched our first event at the Wilma Rudolph Event Center. It was on Labor Day weekend on a Sunday. And we ended up drawing 800 people. That's pretty, that's pretty I think so too. Yeah. That, that told me that yeah. was this is a good start. That we're onto yeah. something here, and I think we can grow from here. And, the, and it could be Clarksville's own. It doesn't. We don't have to branch out to Nashville. Yeah. And that's that's what I was hoping for. That response that we got right there. So I've been motivated to just grow ever since. And you've brought some pretty big names to Clarksville too. Most recently, David Arquette. Yeah, yeah. That was a big deal. That was a huge deal. I mean, you made national headlines with that one. Yeah, we were on TMZ and all kinds Mm -hmm. of national news outlets. And yeah, we've we've brought some major stars to Clarksville. And that's Mm -hmm. that's one of the things, having the relationships I have within the wrestling industry benefits having my own live event wrestling company is being able to bring these people, my friends, to Clarksville. And David Arquette was here recently, along with Billy Corgan, the lead singer of the Smashing mm-hmm. Pumpkins. Yeah. And there's been a, a, a host of others that are very recognizable within the so rest of the So who are some of the most ones that stand out to you over the past few years? Um, Jeff Hardy is a huge name in pro right, wrestling. Yeah. And he was actually wrestling in Clarksville a week before he went back to WWE at WrestleMania, which WrestleMania is the biggest right. show of the year yeah. for in wrestling. So he was in Clarksville wrestling at the Wilma Rudolph Event Center a week before he re-debuted That's at amazing. WrestleMania. So that was that was really cool to be a part of and he's a super nice guy. He had a lot of time for the fans here mm-hmm. in Clarksville. Um, Bobby Lashley is uh he's back in WWE right now, but he's wrestled in Clarksville. He's also an MMA fighter for Bellator, which is a major company. He was a big deal. Um, there's we've had a a long list of superstars yeah come through Clarksville that mm-hmm. you know a lot of wrestling fans would recognize Road Warrior Animal he's he's a Hall of Famer WWE yeah. Hall of Famer yeah. and he's actually managing myself and my tag team partner Jax Dane right now so we have his endorsement which is pretty pretty legit when it comes to yeah. what we're doing he's been here a couple times Jeff Jarrett is out of Hendersonville oh, yeah. right mm-hmm. he's a WWE Hall of Famer and he's actually part partnered with me in the beginning to has he hit you with a guitar not me he smashed a lot of guitars over yeah. heads i know he's he's, he's busted tyler yeah yes, a few he times did. tyler on z975 yeah they're supposed to have a cage match coming up oh, one of these days. that'd be too funny just remind me to get him to sign a waiver <laughs> so, so i have a ton of wrestling questions but you're much younger than one of us um <laughs> so you said you said the hulk hogan yes right so how far back do, are you a wrestling historian or well yeah i didn't, you know when, when when i go back to to growing up you know i've got your jackie fargo's your tojo yamamoto's all these guys oh, the yeah. tojo, really oh yeah you're you're showing your age then isn't it hey let me tell you something <laughs> they they came and wrestled at dixon county high school that's awesome. And uh, Jerry Lawler yep. and that whole bunch. So do, do you ever go back or have you gone back and just watched those guys? And Yeah. Because they're so flamboyant. Yeah. It was a different different game back then, <laughs> but I didn't grow up on it, obviously. But being in the wrestling industry and wanting to succeed, whatever avenue that looks like, yeah. whether it's in the ring, whether it's production, whether it's running live events, you have to be – uh, a student of the game as well yeah. so of course i go back and watch yeah. a lot of that old yeah. stuff and a lot of that mid-south and yeah. jerry lawler's territory in tennessee i didn't watch yeah. you know I, I only had wwf up in cleveland ohio yeah. so i yeah. only saw what they produced so 
but going back and watching all that stuff, it was it's so good. Yeah. I mean, it, the game has the the wrestling industry has evolved a lot since then, but the classics is where yeah. it's at. Uh, there's there's one part that that I remember. You know, I know you can go and train to be a wrestler, which I don't want to do. I didn't know that till I met Anthony. But what I would want to do, and I think I'd be okay at it is to be like one of the hype managers on the side yelling at people <laughs> and like slamming the thing hey, and then you. running. Yeah. I bet you he can make that happen. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you, Jimmy, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart, yep. Mouth of the South. I, I mean, he, that guy was phenomenal. Uh-huh. And he could, he'd run. He'd come up there and smack him. He'd be gone. You got to think about it, though. Even as even the managers, a lot of times they they they, they get cause trouble and then get in, get out of there. But they get caught every, sometimes. Every once in a while, they get caught mm. and they got to take a beating. So, but that's gotta, fun. I mean, I they, I would want to do that one time. Okay, will you let him do that one time? I just want to yell at people and then you can jump and block. Listen, them. listen. He had he just heard today <laughs> that he has one on Fort Campbell with partner with MWR on April 12th. So there you go. Yeah, April 12th. That's huge. Just found out um, we're going to be able to do a live event on Fort Campbell, partner with MWR. Yeah. And that's that's huge for me. You know, being a, a veteran and wanting to give back to the community in the form of entertainment and pro yeah. wrestling is, I've always wanted to do a, a promotion on Fort Campbell for the troops. So being able to finally solidify and seal the deal with them yeah. is, is, is huge and I'm excited for it. And, you know, you speaking of managerial role, Charlie, I mean, I did a little research myself and- uh, You researched Charlie? Yeah. No, I, you did not. Yeah, yeah. Uh -oh. I saw that you were recently awarded as uh, yes. the champion of oh. Fort Campbell. Oh. So, he was, yes. Well, he's I would, maybe maybe uh, you defend that championship on April 12th. Hey! <laughs> as a manager. It yes. could be a manager thing. There you go. You know, I, you know, it's not exciting jumping off the bottom rope. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> I think, I mean, I didn't mean that. You're a little old for that. Oh. <laughs> hey, Jerry Lawler's still, he's still, he's still going he's still at it. He's got the one strap. Dude. He'll pull that strap down. He lifts that weights fist. and stuff, though. I mean, no, Charlie. I don't know if he's lifting too many weights right okay. now. Okay, okay. There you go, Charlie. Hey, I would go out there and, and talk trash. I think, I, think, I think we got a deal here. Have you got anybody? Uh, well. We, we don't want to spoil the surprise. So where will the event be on Fort Campbell? We are, there's two facilities we're looking at and I got to get on a call with them to finalize, yeah, but yeah. there's two gyms, there's two fitness centers that, yeah. that could potentially hold the event. They've got some really nice buildings yeah, out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so those details are still to come. Yeah. Um, but there, it's it's coming together, and it's coming together quick. And, and uh, it's well, April twelfth will be here for you now. Yeah. That, that'll yeah. be huge. So do you ha now that you have the date? So is that when like the business piece starts? Now I've got to start booking acts and doing all that stuff. Do you feel like that you'll have a lot of people? like you'll be able to get some bigger names because people want to help the troops i think so that adds an interesting dynamic uh -huh. and, and there's a lot of people that 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 want to give back right and they want to support the troops and entertainment for the troops and and partnering with mwr i mean that's their forte morale yeah. welfare and recreation so i think that we'll be able to get a lot of big names attached to this just wanting to come out and donate mm -hmm. the time for for a good cause and and uh, have fun doing it and i think we'll we'll be able to fill up uh, those we, whatever gym we we do it at, we'll, I think we'll be able to. What's going to be the out. capacity? Do you know yet? I think we're around fifteen, sixteen hundred. Oh, uh, that's Considering, good. and it's yeah. going to be a free event for for the troops. For really? the troops, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were able to make it happen to where it's you know the turnkey event. It's it it'll be. Uh, a free event to to the soldiers, retirees, and their immediate family. Anybody with a DOD yeah. Hey, we're going. card. Oh yeah. 
Oh, you got to. I, I no, we so. have to. Oh, I, I, for real. Yeah. I but, hope so. That, and, and it's great to have those events. And, and they've, it seems like they've had uh, some MMA or some mm-hmm. kind of full contact out there before, and they have good crowds. For I that. think you, you'll pack the house on that. I think so, and I, I'm hoping it leads to, you know, a good relationship and maybe an annual thing, you yeah. know, where mm-hmm. we could do this every year or maybe a couple times a year. And I'd like to see the UFC came yeah. and did an MMA show, I think, out of an airplane ha- or a helicopter hangar or something like that. Yeah. And it was an awesome event. And WWE actually coined the, the event Tribute to the Troops years ago. They would go overseas yeah. to some of these war zones and put on little events, you know, live events for them. And, it always was a great morale booster. So I'm, I'm super excited for it. And I, mm-hmm. I hope you guys can make it as you know, our guests. So, so it's free yep. to soldiers, families, yep. veterans. Oh, yeah. Um, so how do you how, how can you do that? How, how can you know there's got there's costs? Yes. There's, so how, how does when you do a function like that, how does that work? It's a bit tricky, you know, because when I, as a live events promoter, you, you depend on uh, a few uh, pillars, if you will, of revenue yeah. making streams, I guess. And with those limited, you know, we can't sell tickets, which is which is fine. Um, but we're basically we'll be able to cover expenses through community support, you yeah. know, meaning sponsorships or promotional yeah. partnerships. And we'll be able to keep the costs relatively low, lower than normal, just because of you know everyone i approach on the from the talent aspect will be like hey this is what we're doing it's a free show for the troops you know if you have time we'd love for you to be there Mm -hmm. um and a lot of times people a lot of my friends wrestling friends will either do it uh, at little or no cost you know just to give back if they're open that date so that's what i'm hoping we can keep the 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 expenses low and just get some community support and that's one thing that's kept us going honestly with these live events is the 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 community has really embraced what we're doing. Uh, the The sponsor support has been tremendous every event we do, and they really love love it from multiple standpoints. Not only the advertising, I, I work really hard to give the sponsor a return on their investment yeah. in terms of marketing and advertising them from our platforms. On top of being at our live events, which produce you know anywhere from eight hundred to twelve hundred people at the Wilmer Rudolph Event Center, and um, you know there's every event we we donate. A portion of proceeds to a local uh, organizations we've worked with uh, we've donated to operation stand down yeah as of late and uh, the yellow ribbon fund and yeah. multiple other local organizations so with everything tied in the community has really embraced what we're doing so hopefully we can get some people on board for this event that'll help yeah. cover the cost of that so so it's so it's free to a segment now a civilian mm-hmm. If if I wanted to go, I'm yeah. just Charlie. I'm sure you're free. No, I'm not trying to go free. What I'm, <laughs> what I'm trying to do is figure out if say I just hear about it and Charlie wants to to go get a couple of buddies and go. Mm-hmm. We can get on get on post. We can buy tickets, no. or it's all free. And it's, this yep. is for the soldiers. Hundred percent okay. free for right. anybody with a DOD ID card. Okay. Now, now he'll be doing other events later in the year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just want to make sure people understand what what they yes. can go to, what they can't, yeah. how they can sponsor, how they can. Well, there's you know, a couple purchase. ways that that people will be able to get to those events, even if you don't possess a military ID. We're gonna seek sponsorship, and with our sponsorship yeah. packages we offer tickets to the events. So yeah. we'll still be able to give our sponsors yeah, a I certain amount of tickets to these events in which they can turn around and give away. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they'll, you know, even if you have an idea card or not, if you've got a ticket through a sponsor, you could still come. And I'm sure sponsors will be doing ticket giveaways leading up to the yeah, events. Sure. 
Uh, beyond that though, I, I plan to do something for our demographic that isn't military because they're the ones that help, has, have really helped us build this foundation. Yeah. Right. And I hate that, you know, to, to kind of shut them out from an event, our next big event. So I'll create some sort of appearance or meet and greet opportunity for for our, our, our loyal demographic that won't be able to attend the live event. I just don't know what that looks like right now. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, Five Star Media partners with Crimson on his wrestling events because uh, we kind of got to know each other a couple years ago, and I, I love his heart for the community, so um, we kind of help him promote a lot. Oh, lot yeah. Well, you know, when, when you give back, uh, you know, it, it, it comes back to you. Oh, yeah, it's karma. You know, absolutely. It, it, it really is. So I have a random question that I need to know before we finish up. So obviously, I mean, I get the name Crimson. Mm -hmm. You know, you got red hair. Yeah. But the rest of the whole persona, how do you come up with that? Oh. Or does it just happen organically? Or did you say, this is what I think this person should look like? Because your ring persona is nothing like who you are. Yeah, it's I not. mean, because you are very well, you're very professional. You're He's not an angry person normally. <laughs> no. He's really kind of laid back guy. Yeah, it, it's so, that that's, I've been doing this almost 10 years now. And it's just organically grown into what it is today. I didn't pick out the name Crimson. It was given to me when I signed with Impact Wrestling. They okay. had a team of creative uh, producers that gave me the gimmick, what we call it in wrestling. Uh -huh. I came in as the the younger brother of a wrestler named Amazing Red, the 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 bigger younger brother because he was he was a he's a little guy, a little high flyer guy. So yeah. mm -hmm. it was a cool story coming in. His name's Amazing Red. They named me Crimson, and it. I, I accept, you know, I, I didn't like the name at first, but it kind of grew on me. Well, it makes sense. Yeah, it does make yeah. sense. And it's easy. It's different. And it's, it's, I love it now. And it's kind of grown into whatever I, mm -hmm. I want it to be. And the, the, I don't need to, be, as of right now, I don't need to be some flamboyant, outrageous character. You know, my backstory speaks for itself. So it's interesting, you know, military guy, two deployments, transitioning into pro wrestler. So you can use that in the wrestling yeah. world too. It makes sense. And now you just... The best wrestling characters or gimmicks are, are are these wrestlers' portrayals of themselves just amped up. So, mm -hmm. like you said, I'm not an angry guy, but if you watch me in the ring, my intent, I, you know, amp, amp You're up very the intensity yeah. and angry, just butt-kicking kind of guy. And it, it just works mm -hmm. for me. And it's honestly, you know, we all experience frustrations throughout our everyday life, and that's that's one of those moments where I get to finally all right, let yeah. it out <laughs> of poor, poor opponents. But mm -hmm. it's it's kind of an outlet, which is really awesome. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. I've got a million questions for him. Okay. And, and we're no, we're gonna save it for after after his Fort Campbell deal. I want him to come back oh, because yeah. I have some some real life experiences at wrestling matches. Oh, nice. Where, you have real life experience? Yeah, like where I was a, one of those fans that was kind of like digging in on somebody. Oh, oh were you a heckler? Yeah, so... so <laughs> oh, and, my. And, and, but maybe we can talk about that after the Fort Campbell Okay, piece. so let him come out and be the angry manager at Fort Campbell and then we'll have you back and we'll talk about Cause I, we'll talk about that experience and everything. How about I, that? I love it. I got, like it's with Hunter, uh, Hunter Hearst Helms, like Triple oh, H. Nice. And, and you're going to love it. You, That's you, awesome. you can't leave us with that. You got to at least cool tell us real here. quick. Well, let's in, tell us that story real okay. quick. Okay. All right. I'll tell you. So it was at in Nashville. It was at one of the uh, 
it might have been one of the Raws or one of the, you know, was it Monday Night yeah, Raw Monday or Night something? Raw. Yeah. So Hunter Hearst Helmsley is up there, and he's wrestling somebody. And I'm with a friend. I'm not going to say his name. And he was, <laughs> we were on, like, the front row right behind the railing. And my friend is going, you know, Bad word, bad word, bad word, you know, <laughs> you know, you you do all these bad things to people. And finally, I, I want to say all the words so bad right now. I can't. But anyway, you get what I'm we saying. Oh, yeah. It's very, very insulting, very insulting. You know, you stink and, uh, you know, all these things. Yeah. And finally. You stink. That's gets, so insulting. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I know. And so, so he slides out of the ring right over there to us and gets like, you know, we're, we're a couple feet away. He gets right up to my friend and says, I don't come to your work and harass you. <laughs> you need to back something up. You need to yeah. And and my buddy went, okay. Uh, and never, he never said another word. And I thought you're going to get us killed, man. They're up there doing their thing, and you're like insulting them. I probably was too, but he didn't hear me. Yeah, that's hilarious. So, that's and hilarious. So does that happen? I mean, you there yeah. are people that get a little a little carried away yeah. on the insults. Yeah, they do, and that's the. That's the beauty of pro wrestling is you don't even have, you know, there's a ton of fans. Even if you're a fan or not, you could, so you've watched wrestling, you know, yeah. you know, you know what it is. You can go to a live event and just get lost in, in the, in the story they're telling you. And that's, if you can get drawn in that much to, to heckle a wrestler, I mean, essentially that's what we want Yeah, you to be drawn in. Cause and, you're emotionally attached at yeah, that point. Oh, emotionally invested. We were almost emotionally attacked. So <laughs> there's a, fi- there's, a close. there's a fine line though, you know, because these, these guys are working really hard and that's yeah. funny that Triple H stopped what he was doing I in mean, the ring to just come out. Slid out there, yeah. you know, and went right in our face. I went, "Uh oh, this is a problem." <laughs> yeah, we we I deal with it a lot. Uh, not a, not a whole bunch here, obviously. He might have been having an emotional night. Yeah, could have been. Yeah, who knows what else was yeah. going on? No, I mean, it, I guess it depends. You know, I I, I usually let the fans have their fun but yeah. there's a line you know if you cross it i'm right here i can hear what you're saying and yeah, I'm, I'm a i'm a man just like you there's are there's only you, so many yeah f-bombs yeah that somebody can throw right, at you right, that you're right. gonna be like okay this guy needs to learn a lesson right oh i bet he learned a lesson oh he got scared i've got i've had my fair share of encounters like that yeah. i probably shouldn't bring up here but maybe talk about off air or something but, but. It, it's fun it's fun for a fan to get up there and kind of be oh, yeah. harassing yeah. And everybody uh, but you got that at the very least y'all have a great story to tell now yeah that's awesome I mean, how many people can say they came that close to getting their butt kicked by a professional wrestler and i mean he's pretty pretty stout i mean mm-hmm. oh he's yeah he's he's, he's got he's his hands guy. on me it'd have been a problem he's still <laughs> he's still in great shape too yeah. he's in phenomenal shape he's he's actually um He's in a C- COO of yeah. WWE yeah. right now, mm-hmm. and um, still active, still wrestling. Every still day to day for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's a he's. I couldn't imagine that guy's workload, but he's yeah. tremendous, and um, that's a that's a great story to tell that he just forget about what's going on in the I ring. Mean, we slide out here and sh- put these guys. I'm gonna teach places. you guys a lesson. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is you know. That's something that was unexpected by you. you know, oh, you, totally. You, you know, you're there heckling. That's a part of the show, but every once in a while for that, that wrestler to kind of break what he's doing and, you know, address the fan is just kind yeah, of puts them in shock. And it was great. It's awesome. It's awesome for reaction. I mean, that was a long time ago. That's awesome. But, yeah, I mean, things have been really great. Community has responded well. I've opened up a wrestling school here in Clarksville area uh, earlier this year, and... We're, we just launched our third cycle 
of mm -hmm. trainees. We got three levels of classes going on right now, a beginner's level, intermediate level, and an advanced level. And uh, the response has been great. We got 13 trainees. So if someone wants to sign up or get involved, how do they so, do yeah, so? Yeah, our website, tridandtruepro.com, mm -hmm. uh, has all the information. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And that has all the information on how to become a pro wrestler. We're, we'll be hosting some open houses coming up to the general, we'll open the doors to the general public. Come check us out, you know, come see what it's yeah. about. We want, we want people to feel like they're welcome here it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be such a niche thing anymore like we're a part of the community come check us out you know see what we're doing see what your friend maybe your friends or family members are, are training to be a wrestler you know, come support them and uh it's it's been a great it's been a great couple of years so far since we launched this promotion here in clarksville good i can see people coming in there thinking i'm advanced and they walk in there they're fit and they're doing all this and they realize you're not quite as advanced <laughs> yeah, as you there's, think you are. There's nothing like you can you can be in killer shape in terms of uh, you know muscular shape or endurance shape. But there's nothing like training to be a pro wrestler. Yeah. And it, regardless of what people think about it, it the pain is real, and then yeah. that ring's not a trampoline, so yeah. <laughs> it oh, takes yeah. some getting used to. And your body definitely puts up with with, with some abuse. But we'll have to get Charlie in there, yeah. at least leading up to the here, show. Here's here. I do have something in common with wrestlers. Okay. You know, as I get older. Okay. I have to learn how to fall. Yeah. And, and they land That's and good. they bounce up, and when I <laughs> land, I don't. So I have to, I have to learn. I haven't this learned area. the art of falling gracefully yet. That's yeah, a hard yeah. thing to master. It's the hurt rib right but I, now. I love what you do, and it's it's fun. It, it's been great. Just uh, I've enjoyed just getting talking. to know it's you. It's great. I, I I appreciate your heart for the community, and there's so much entrepreneurial spirit and ideas that are, go behind what you do that yeah. people just have no idea until yeah. they know yeah. you. Yeah. And that's yeah. I'm excited to tell your story. I appreciate you guys having me on here. Being well, to... you're coming back after awesome. the August so that we can talk about Charlie's. <laughs> I'm just gonna be now. Don't be mistaken. I'm just gonna be the loudmouth guy yelling. I'm not gonna be like unless somebody gets a hold of me. Oh, he'll give you. A, he'll give you a Oops. script. It'll be fun. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll figure that out. We'll plan that one out. We'll make sure I'll it's, do it's, it. it's killer. I'll it's do gonna it. be fun. That's what we like. We love to have fun. We like to involve yeah. as many people as we can and really be and engaging. families let's not forget yeah. about that this yeah, is a family sure. sport you've told me that a hundred times yes very family friendly everything we do all the live events you know we yeah. have a, i mean we our demographic is so wide i mean from little babies at our events all the way to you know elderly people that just love wrestling yeah. and then and, and family friendly we've got a lot of kids when we do events at the Wilma Rudolph Event Center you should see all the kids just running around just having a blast I mean it's it's well, you awesome sell, you sell toy wrestling toys in the toy aisle so yeah. obviously yeah. It, it, kids are attracted to well, that's yeah that's the thing is is we want to cater to families you mm -hmm. know especially in this community it's a very family oriented community and I, you got to think about it even though I've been wrestling actively for a long time a lot of times we get we get lost in whatever our daily lives or, or being on social media and trying to appease fans of our at our age level or above when realistically you know that's we all became fans as kids right you know, and that's that's what i bring it back to a lot is you're making moments life memories. changing memories for children, because that happened to me. I remember my first WWF live event in Cleveland at the Richfield Coliseum, where I got to be on the floor and run up to the to the guardrail and 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 
give Lex Luger a high five. That memory will oh, always man. be with me. And I remember as a kid being so excited. So being able to create those memories for children, man, there's nothing, there's nothing more gratifying than that. I love that. Well, thank you for coming to see us today. My pleasure. Thank and, you. And um, we'll have another conversation. Stay tuned. Right? See you on April 12th. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully Charlie survives. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. Clarksville's Conversation. Subscribe now on your favorite podcasting app so you don't miss a single conversation.